make 2021 the year when you will read the Bible consistently and persistently to seek God and be trained in his righteousness. Welcome to Working with the Word, a currently bi-weekly podcast designed to equip you with the skills and confidence for deeper daily Bible study. I'm Jeff O'Rear. And I'm Emerson Brown. And thanks for joining us for episode number 14, our final one of the year 2020. In the last few episodes, we've talked about the importance of daily Bible reading. And remember, we're not just talking about a checklist or something that you try to get done. We're talking about time that you spend with God on a daily basis. Today, we want to wrap this up by encouraging you to look ahead to the new year and plan for your spiritual growth. We want you to commit yourself to reading the Bible daily in the new year. We hope we've been able to emphasize the why of daily Bible reading in past episodes, but now it's time for us to get serious about the how and when and just start making it happen. At the end of today's show, we want you to, number one, make a plan for daily Bible reading. Whether you're choosing a pre-made plan or coming up with one on your own, we want you to, to find a plan that works for you. Number two, commit to that plan by saying, I'm going to do this. I may stumble, I may fall short or behind a week or a day, but I'm going to do this. And then finally, we want you to start implementing that plan, whether that's today or on a specified date in the future, like January 1st, whenever, just don't procrastinate. Let's get started in doing this. So we're talking about planning this episode. Uh, So Jeff, uh, just kind of remind us of why it's important for us to plan for this. One of my favorite quotes is, he who fails to plan, plans to fail. If I'm going to approach daily Bible reading and just a, I'm just going to do something, and I don't know what that something is, that's a, a noble goal, but basically we're setting ourselves up to not read our Bible successfully this upcoming year. We may vary sporadically, but most likely not at all. As someone who has done that before, as probably many people who have tried that before can testify, that's just not a very viable long-term growth plan that we're trying to encourage with this program, especially leading into the next year. So think about that. Listen to that quote again. He who fails to plan, plans to fail. Don't take the information from the past three episodes and just think, huh, that was a neat little sidetrack of them talking about daily Bible reading for a while, and then do nothing. We want to think about the fact that this has been an encouragement for us to try to implement some things. We've talked with some people who have shown us some of their own ideas about their why and some of their how, and hopefully some of that has connected or resonated with you. So take those things as you move forward and make that plan. We've had a quote from episode 10, something that Emerson had said that has stuck with me as well, that daily Bible reading is not just about thriving. It's not just for those who are the elite, quote-unquote, of Christians, but it is about surviving. It sounds serious when you say, he who fails to plan, plans to fail. Or it sounds serious when you say that daily Bible reading is about surviving, in this, you know, I might die if I don't do this. But that's because we think that it is serious, and because we mean it, and that we really, really want you to see the importance of reading your Bibles, spending that time with God, growing close in that relationship, knowing the fact that you need His grace, and developing that and cultivating habits that will help with all of that in the upcoming year. So we want to do a little bit of sharing what we're planning on doing for the next year, 
and not for the purpose of patting ourselves on the back, but just to jumpstart you if this is helpful for you, uh, just getting ideas of, of what your daily Bible reading might look like. So w- what I want to do in 2021 is read through the Old Testament specifically with a focus on seeing God's hand in planning, promising, and preparing for Jesus. So I've, I've come up with this idea of reading the Old Testament in, in roughly four parts. Um, first of all, starting with Genesis through Deuteronomy, the Pentateuch, the Law of Moses, how does that point to Jesus? Then going to the historical books, looking at Israel's past, then the books of, of prophecy, the major prophets, the minor prophets, and then finally ending the year with reading through the, the Hebrew poetry. And so asking, after every single book I get done with, just asking myself, what does this say about the coming Messiah? And the reason why I wanted to do this in, in the next year is because throughout this year, I've been increasingly impressed with what Jesus said in Luke 24 to his disciples. After his death, burial, and resurrection, he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And of course, the scriptures there are the Old Testament scriptures. You and I have the benefit of looking back in in hindsight and saying, yeah, of course, Jesus had to die and rise again. Just one of those things we take for granted, but the disciples did not grasp that. They didn't have the, the ability to connect that yet. And so I think we and I have failed to appreciate how much the Old Testament anticipated Jesus's coming. Again, we know that there are promises and prophecies, but they're, they're all over the Old Testament, and I want to see those better, see them more clearly. So in, in 1 Peter 1.12, it says that the Old Testament prophets did not serve themselves, but us, as they were looking forward to the coming Christ and his sufferings and the glories that would follow. And so I want to read through the Old Testament kind of with that perspective of, of how do these point toward the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. And I think doing this will help me see my need for Jesus better. It will strengthen my resolve to serve him and be more committed to following him. And of course, in, increase my joy in his promises now that he has come uh, to save me from my sins. So that's what I plan on doing in the coming year. Yeah, and I think that's an awesome goal to to see that. I like all the the planning and the thought. I can tell you all put behind it. I like the alliteration, the planning, the promising, preparing for Jesus. I mean, it's hard to not appreciate all of that. And part of me wishes I would have jumped on with Emerson and, and just done what he's doing for this year. But I also have a plan for 2021 and reading through the whole Bible using a plan that I created during the beginning of quarantine. Uh, it's not going to be just a open in Genesis and eventually get to the end of Revelation. When I had some time back in April, I started kind of charting out if I want to read through the whole Bible, but somewhat kind of mix it up, not just for the sake of mixing it up, but for me, if I thought this might somehow help me see the big picture better. And so mm-hmm. I put the effort and the time to organize books, and it starts in the New Testament with John, and then goes back immediately after finishing John to Genesis, and focuses on Genesis through Deuteronomy. My thought process was for that was John 1, 1 says, the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And then you go back to Genesis 1, and you see that in the beginning, God created. And so in my mind, there's some connection there. And I'm obviously not the first one to make that connection or to see that. But it's 
hopefully going to help me see the bigger picture. Recently, in the past couple of years, I've done more specified either in just one or two books of the New Testament or a specific section of Old Testament. And so I'm hoping this year to, or I'm planning this year, to get into a whole Bible reading plan once again and looking through this year through this plan that I've spent some time and energy into and kind of thinking that that'll help me as well to say, Jeff, you've put the time to put all this together, so let's see if this is actually fruitful for you as well. Yeah, one of the things that I think is helpful is you you see this, how you've invested time in putting this together. And mm-hmm. when you invest that, uh, it's really helpful to keep you motivated, right? Because you feel Absolutely. like, I, you know, I've, I've put this together. I want to see this through. And that's not to say that, you know, our listeners always have to put their own plan together. There are a ton of really good ideas and plans out there. We've referenced them throughout this series. Uh, but just the idea of investing in it, whether you put it together yourself or not, get personally involved and invested in doing that because that's really going to help push you forward on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. And that gets us thinking then into the point about what are you going to do? You are listeners. Again, there's a lot of plans, whether it's chronological or whether it's just Genesis through Revelation, whether it's kind of a, a back and forth. But the Bible in a year isn't for everybody. What do you need to focus on? Maybe it's not the Bible in a year. Maybe it's something more specific. Like in 2019, I know that I did, and I know a couple other places that have done the Luke and Acts plan. You just read one chapter of Luke for about 24 weeks, and then after you finish reading through the book of Luke one week at a time, or one chapter one week at a time, you move into the book of Acts one chapter one week at a time. Maybe that's something for you. Maybe it's something more of the Old Testament, like with Emerson, or maybe something in the New Testament. Brother Mark mentioned how if you read a chapter a day for five days a week from the New Testament, you can read through the whole New Testament in a year. So we want to think about where are you going to focus? We want you to think about where are you going to focus? Maybe it's not even a calendar. Emerson had brought up some, I want him to take over and talk about this, of maybe not even having a strict calendar, but you can still have a plan. Can help us understand that a little bit more, Emerson? Yeah, so most Bible reading plans have some sort of calendar, even if it's not January 1st, you're reading Genesis 1, some sort of like calendar attached to it. Sometimes the best Bible reading plan is not necessarily attached to a calendar or a time, but to a spiritual need that you have. What I mean by that is, just to give you an example, maybe you recognize that over the past year or several years, you need to to pray more diligently, pray more fervently and honestly. And so you commit maybe an entire year or maybe not an entire year, maybe just several months to reading through the Psalms. You know, that's a that can be a plan that you have that's kind of created because of your need to grow in prayer. Or maybe you need to understand Jesus better, understand the gospel and what you need to do to follow him. Maybe you're a Christian that wants to grow stronger in your resolve to be his disciple. And so you decide you're going to read the Gospels just all the way through or, you know, focusing on one gospel at a time. Maybe you are a Christian that has struggled in just having a dead faith. You feel like you're not very active. Your faith is kind of just slipping backwards. You need kind of, for lack of a better way of putting it, a kick in the pants to kind of get you moving. (laughs) You want to act on your faith more. Read the book of James. You know, James Mm -hmm. is one of those really practical short books that will give you that oomph that you need to um, to kind of kickstart your faith. So there, there's so many options. There's so many ways to decide on how to plan for a daily Bible reading. The, the point is really that you're just thinking about 
whether it's time or whether it's what you need spiritually, you're doing something to be in the Word with a purpose, to draw closer to God. Absolutely. And another big part about something that will help you, again, our audience, do that, is having accountability and thinking about whatever plan it is that you decide to do, whether it's a through the Bible in a year, whether it's, you know, I know I really need some encouragement in my prayer life, so I'm going to be spending some time in the Psalms, or I'm going to be reading in the Old Testament with this focus on trying to see Jesus. Whatever it is, we ask that you would tell somebody about that, share that with someone, your spouse, maybe your parent or your child. You could let us know, reach out to us and tell us. We think that accountability is important because it allows us to have that person who checks in with us, Maybe someone who can ask us from time to time, maybe not just did you read your Bible, but did you spend time with the Lord? And as we think about that, maybe at times we might feel uncomfortable because maybe we didn't, but as we do that, there'll be times that we can maybe share things that we've learned from our time that we spent with the Lord through His Word. We think about maybe if your church suggests or does a daily Bible reading plan together, jump on board with them. If your church is providing that, hopefully at least one other person at your congregation is doing that as well. So you can jump on with them and say, hey, I'm doing this plan. I see you're doing it too. Let's keep up with each other. Uh, Emerson and I have shared our plans for 21, so we've got at least maybe a couple dozen people who know what <laughs> our plans. So we've got you know some type of accountability there, but we'll be accountable to each other as well in all of this. There's the verse from Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 17, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. The idea that it'll be encouraging for us to have that accountability, for someone to check in and say, hey, how's your prayer life been after some time that you've been in the Psalms? And maybe, like we've said, that can be well, uncomfortable if we struggle with it in the beginning of that or if we, we fall off the wagon. Having a plan, having some accountability, I mean, any time that you are trying to reach a major goal, and we believe that spiritual growth is a major goal, those are things that just in you know habit science is kind of basic level, having that purpose, having that plan, having that why, kind of having an idea of the how, having someone to guide you along the way or encourage you along the way. And we really think that spiritual growth, daily Bible reading, deeper Bible study, maybe any of those things that we want to say, kind of all fall in that same category, that we want that help and we want that encouragement as well. So as we wrap this up, we want to give you a final encouragement, a final challenge for you to think about growing in the year 2021. As we've referenced at the beginning, at the end of this show, we want you to make a plan, to commit to that plan. I am going to do this and then implement that plan. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 are verses we've referenced several times in our show. I want to read them again here just as a final encouragement. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Focus on that phrase, training in righteousness. You know, we plan for betterment and improvement in almost anything in life, whether it's your finances, you go to a seminar to figure out how to get your finances in order. We want the best education. We seek career advancement. We make health or fitness goals and habits to develop. But spiritual growth should be the top priority, drawing closer to God. So why not plan for spiritual growth in 2021? This text tells us that Scripture is a key part of that. Scripture will teach, 
It will train. It will make you complete and equipped to serve God. So make daily Bible reading, that daily time with God, make that a key ingredient in your growth. Make 2021 the year when you will read the Bible consistently and persistently to seek God and be trained in his righteousness. Thank you for tuning into Working with the Word today. As 2020 comes to a close, we look forward to 2021, and Emerson and I are excited about the future of this program. We want to close by expressing our deepest gratitude to all of our listeners. We really do appreciate all the support and feedback and prayers related to this program. And again, to God be the glory. We'll be back on January 5th of 2021 with our first episode of the next year. But until then, if there are questions, topics, or books of the Bible you would like for us to cover in future episodes of Working with the Word, you can find and reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at Working with the Word, on Instagram at workingwiththeword.podcast, or send us an email to workingwiththewordpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, workingwiththewordpodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, may you grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity.